Hello guys, Jack here from Jack Makes Happy Hour podcast. And yes, the rumours are true. We're heading back out on tour in May 2024. 68% of the tickets are already sold out, but there are still a few left at Edinburgh, Newcastle, Manchester, Birmingham, Leeds, Cardiff, Sheffield, Nottingham, Bristol, Bury, and our home city of Norwich. So don't waste any time. Grab your tickets today and come and watch me, Alfie and Robbie live. And me. Mainly me, Alfie and Robbie, though, isn't it? Yeah. Happyhourlive.co.uk. See you in May. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Sweet Tarts dared to combine sweet and tart. But we didn't stop there. We combined soft and bouncy to bring you new Sweet Tarts Gummies Fruity Splits, a uniquely delicious dual-sided gummy with one side that's sweet and one side that's tart, but entirely smooth and squishy. Mmm, a powerfully perfect combo. Sweet Tarts, dare to combine. This week on the Happy Hour Podcast, we sit down with Stuart Jones, the man behind some of the biggest deals in UK YouTube history. Stuart manages the Sidemen, as well as an array of other top YouTube talent, and it was Stuart himself that helped put on the biggest white-collar boxing match ever, KSI versus Logan Paul. In this podcast, Stuart reveals all about the event, KSI versus Logan 2, what the Paul brothers are really like, as well as many more stories YouTubers probably don't want you to hear. Here's a preview of what's to come. The first boxing with Logan Paul that nearly didn't happen purely because their management are just so impossible to deal with. We were we were literally half an hour away from going on Keemstar and shutting the whole thing down. For the York Hall Logan press conference, that was very much very intentional to take Jake and Logan into that sort of environment. I didn't expect people to be standing on the roof throwing bricks. The rose gold wrapped Bentleys and Rolls Royces probably weren't the best idea in life. <laughs> <laughs> Stick out a little bit in Bethany Green. Yeah. Yeah. Zardi is it from Team 10. Right. Um, you should Google what his past is. It's interesting. What's your prediction for KSI Logan 2? My heart says JJ. My head says... Hello guys and welcome back to Jack Mate's Happy Hour, the happiest hour in all the lands. You right, Stevie? That's not happy. It's not happy because you're on it and you're lonely. <laughs> right? Wow. <laughs> I feel attacked within the first 20 seconds. Well, there'll be, there's an hour to come. But brilliant. So uh, prep yourself for that. Jordan. Hello, mate. You're wearing, just explain what you're wearing for the people that are listening so, to So, yeah. for those who have seen Jack's recent video where he uh, ripped into some merch, there's a wonderful... That doesn't narrow it down very much. <laughs> that's that very true. Any of the last uh, that, that's, uh, it's Trisha Paytas crying over and over and yeah. over, um, and it's on a t-shirt. It's funny because she fakes it. It's all crocodile tears, so, you know, oh. I'm not being harsh. I know nothing about it. Um, Do you know this woman? No, but yeah. I, I feel her. What? I get that a lot. 
Oh, you feel that? Yeah, I feel like I could easily make a T-shirt of me doing the same. I, I think I think the fact that it is so horrifically cut out as well. It's, 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 <laughs> That's not, not even, official. It's not even Photoshop. It's like an MS Paint type <laughs> job. It makes it even better. I mean, it if this to... isn't an incentive to get over and watch the YouTube clips, I don't know what <laughs> this is. is it. You're missing out, it. iTunes. <laughs> you missed out all the visuals. I should introduce my guest because it's a very important guest, a very big guest, one that I'm excited to have. We have Mr. Stuart Jones in the hot seat. How you doing, Stuart? I'm not too bad yourself. Very well, thank you, mate. Thanks for making the trip up to come and see us. Um, Stuart is um, a big man uh, behind the uh, behind the. Scenes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to die. <laughs> um, you're very much um, the guy that's kind of like. Well, why don't you introduce yourself? What? What? Who are you? What do you do? Um, yeah, so uh, I'm the founder of um, Upload Agency, Upload Events, and Upload Merchandise. Basically, just. Uh, anything upload i guess right. <laughs> um, so um upload agency we're we're effectively an agency that look after uh, creators and then from that we've kind of um built a, an events company and a merchandise company as well um nice so so it's a kind of a a, a, a service for creators to help them c- kind of get the most out of their audience so to speak and you i don't know if this is public knowledge but you work with some of the biggest creators in the uk yeah, so we um, so upload agency. We're a, a talent management agency. Um, so if you think footballers got agents and musicians got agents, we're the same, but we're for YouTubers. So we 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 monetize uh, their content for them, get them brand deals, sponsorships, etc. Um, work on their brand development, right? Um, all that sort of stuff. Uh, generally, we're focused on uh, what we'd call male audience um, right. YouTubers. Um, so that be uh, people like the Sidemen, Cal Freezy, Manny. Um, and then people such as Mimalus, um, your friend, I'm Alex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, um, and, and, um, yeah, generally focused though around kind of male audience sports and lifestyle interests. And then we kind of move off that a, a little bit. And from then we've, we, we obviously, uh, do events as well how on earth do you get into something like that Stuart was you was you a fan of of YouTubers did you watch YouTube before you did it or or was you very much working within the media industry um I was head of sales for a company called Multiplay um they are now owned by game they run the Insomnia Gaming Festival Mm. um so so my job was uh I I guess getting all the sponsors exhibitors and monetizing the Insomnia Gaming Festival commercially um and then a, a few years, um, quite a few years ago now, um, we decided to start getting YouTubers to the event. Um, so to drive footfall to the event. Yeah. Um, and then kind of increase in, more footfall is you can charge more for exhibition space, more for sponsorship, etc. cetera. Yeah. Um, in, insomnia, and I, I don't think any of their, 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 the staff will be watching this, so I can, I can kind of <laughs> be a bit more. <laughs> it's, it's like super nerdy, like proper hardcore game yeah, yeah, nerdy. Yeah. Right. Um, and to be fair, I, I, I think most of the staff that, 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 that worked with me um, were just pissed off with these YouTubers coming in because really? it turned from this like PC League of Legends, Starcraft, like uber nerdy LAN party to having 12-year-old kids running around yeah, and screaming right. and, and, and stuff. So... Um, nobody really paid that much attention to the to, to the YouTubers at the event, and I kind of, I, I guess, saw a, a, a bit of a value in them. So instead of going out on the piss with the um, exhibitors in the evenings, I was going out on the piss with the sidemen in the evenings in the mm. casinos and stuff, and and just built up a bit of a. a but that was an experience, wasn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, they were a bit younger then. I, uh, they were old enough though. <laughs> Before I uh, end up on on this show for another reason. <laughs> Um, but but yeah, so 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 I just kind of um, ended up. I was the only one that would really look after.
after them and make sure just the simple things like they, they were getting fed and they were getting watered and, and generally being looked after. So I think from that, there was kind of a mutual respect with me and a, a lot of the YouTubers. And um, it started from, uh, I was at E3 um, and we was in a, I don't know if you've um, been over to LA before and been to a pub called the Saddle Ranch up in Hollywood. I actually have. Bucking Broncos <laughs> yeah. in your pants. It's brilliant. <laughs> and there's, oh, what's the, there's a drink um, and it's called... Adios, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, I've tweeted you about it before. Yeah, 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 yeah. fuck. Yes, I have. <laughs> so can we explain what an yeah, Adios, have, motherfucker <laughs> is? We have no idea. What's <laughs> right. I thought it's like Ron's here. It does what it says on the team. <laughs> <laughs> we, Jesus, knocks you out. Yeah, it fucks you up. Really? We sounded so YouTube then, didn't we? Like, I don't know if you've been to LA. Oh, yes, I have. I have oh, yes, I, oh, yes, I tweeted you about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, I retweeted that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, right, go on. So you're at the Saddle Ranch. But, yeah, so, so the Saddle Ranch is in West Hollywood. It's, it's very, um, it's, it's about the most British place that you could get in LA because it's got a buck and bronco and a, a cocktail called Adios Motherfucker. So all <laughs> yeah. of the um, UK industry go head there. Um, so... So, so, so I was up there having a drink and, and Simon and Josh, Mini Minter and Zerka come in and we're just chatting away and they're like, oh, we, we're so busy. We need someone to help us out. We need someone to him, kind of him. Yeah. <laughs> and at the time, I was really pissed off with my employer. They just sold out to games. So I'd gone from working for this family company where I could do whatever I wanted right, to yeah. working for game where you've got all that compliance bullshit yeah, and yeah, everything yeah. else. And, oh, we're going to half your salary half your salary and double your targets. And I was, wow. I, I, I was in kind of a place where I was like, I need to do something else. Yeah. And I was like, Okay, um, I'll set up a company and and I'll look after you, um, and it kind of spiraled from there. So it started with the side men would kind of effectively employ me, I guess, right? Um, to to kind of look after all sorts of uh, stuff for them, um, from from the brand deals, but to events and and yeah. um, helping them with licensing agreements or, or or even just get flights and holidays, anything like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it kind of spiraled from there. It was, um. I guess having working with the sidemen from day one opens the doors to, to, to everyone else. So, yeah. so I'm kind of immensely grateful for them to, uh, I guess they're more the cause of the success of upload than myself. If, right. if I'm being honest, that's very humble of you to yeah, say absolutely. so. It's, um, well, it's a very insular industry as you know, and, yeah. and outsiders trying to come in just kind of doesn't really wash with the creators. They're not, <laughs> they're, 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 they're very, um, non-trusting and rightfully show which i'm sure we're gonna we're gonna come into a few examples yeah (laughs) i i've always personally preferred to stay solo just because i've had like an abundance of of different kind of managers and agents and stuff like that and i I have some absolute horror stories and and um, like I'm sure you're familiar with the whole James Yates fiasco back in. Yeah. Do, do you know about all that? All that? Well, roughly, but you can tell me. Uh, just I, I had yeah. I had a manager that was just basically the most corrupt guy in the world yeah. and ended up in in jail for it. Um. So so that fr- I think yeah. from that from that moment on that kind of put me on this kind of like mindset of they're all corrupt. They're all out to like yeah. screw you over and stuff. I also I, I now work closely with like a few people on kind of like a non um what's it called like non non exclusive yep. like basis. How how easy is it to get people to trust you and what you do? Um. I think we we don't have anyone who's completely exclusive to us. Okay. Um. If you were looking um. If a business advisor from the outside looked in, they were like, what the hell are you doing, Stu? You need to sign people exclusive. And um, But we prefer to to kind of, um, uh, I guess, <coughs> let our work lock people in, so to speak. So... Right. Um, so so the more the, the the more brand deals we the, 
that we bring them, the better that we look after them. Ultimately, the less likely they are to go to another agency. Yeah. Um, so w- most of our contracts are very much on kind of um, friends and handshakes rather than rather than kind of ink and ink and paper. Right. Um, and that seems to work quite well for us. And it's um, most of the people that we've been working with, we've been working with for the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I do think that there is you should be exclusive to a to a certain extent. Um, you shouldn't kind of uh, run with the foxes and chase with the hounds and, and kind of go to every talent agency and say, go get me deals, because they're not going to do it. We wouldn't go in and, and pitch someone who is um, also on a roster with another two agencies, because all that happens is um, you go in and go, oh, yeah, we're already speaking to X or Y, Z, and then you've put a talent forward when you could have put one of your other ones that are exclusive forward mm. and lost out the whole deal because... Um, you've put forward someone who's already been pitched by somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Is it quite yeah. snaky then? Because I imagine that if it's on a non-exclusive contract, it is it easy to to like cut cut people out of certain deals and stuff. Um, it it depends on the on on the who the creator is. Um, some of them quite happily will will kind of just go for the best deal, and I guess that's that's kind of their prerogative. There's nothing nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Um. But it, others will be, remain very loyal to you and say, but, but no, you, you go through um, upload agency or, or whatever agency it is. But um, there's lots of uh, middlemen out there that, right. that, that don't actually have a direct contractual relationship with, with any influencers at all. Um, and they kind of plonk themselves in the middle between um, the talent and the brand, or, yeah. or more to the point, the talent's management and the brand, and then will take a 20% commission just literally for forwarding an email. Right. Wow. Hey, I represent the side men. They'll they'll go off to say, I don't know, say it's Pepsi. Yeah. Hey, I represent the side men, and they go, oh, brilliant. And then they'll come to me. Yeah. They'll take twenty thirty percent for the privilege. Who'll then go to the talent, and and all they've literally done is is send an email to the talent's email address. Wow. Um, it does so, seem like there is there is corrupt, isn't it? There's there's so <clears throat> many <clears throat> kind of like fake ones out there now. Like I I get emails every week saying do you want to sign to this do you want to sign to that and i'll go on the website and it'll be made on like wix.com in about 12 minutes do you know what i mean and it and and stuff like that is that something you're worried about or do you just let your kind of like past history do the speaking like um yeah i I think because of because of what we've done and the relationship that we've got with all our youtubers it doesn't really worry me so much i'm more worried for the creators to be honest um only recently uh, within the last literally within the last few weeks we um managed to intercept a uh, new agency that was going to um, manage two influencers, two quite well-known influencers. Um, and I jumped in and said, look, let me look at this contract for you. Um, if it's great, I'll tell you it's great. If it's bad, I'll tell you it's bad. And do a bit of due diligence. And it turned out these guys literally had nothing, had absolutely nothing. They were saying they were millionaires. They've got access to this, access to that. And, um, and it, it it turned out it was a guy who um, once did a TV series with Paul Merton in 1982. <laughs> oh, wow. and, and, and you go on companies' house, you look at their businesses, and you're like, "There's there's no businesses anywhere. Who who are these people? And what they are is people coming in from the outside, thinking, "Oh, these influencers, they could just click a business on for us overnight." Right. Which 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 is proven because, it, as I said at the start, the sidemen mm. um, are probably a bigger. Um, a, a bigger factor to the success of, of Upload as a brand than, than, than I am. Because right. without them, I, I wouldn't be able to kind of get, get the, the name brands. out and, and get the trust as well. Right. The trust is the key. Um, yeah. Because we've worked so closely with the Sidemen over the over the years, people naturally trust us because they're like, okay, if you work with the Sidemen, they're not going <clears> to... <throat> 
Yeah, they're, they're, they're not going to do business with dickheads. Right. Yeah. Um, I guess it's similar in the sense that oh, Ricky Gervais has been on this podcast. Can't be that shit. So then you get other names. On. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then Stuart comes in and the machine stops working after four, four, four minutes. So. <laughs> it's working now for yeah. the third time. Yeah, the yeah. listeners won't know this, but we had to yeah. redo the intro it's twice been, because yeah. it, it kept stopping. And but, it was, I, I preferred my first intro as well. <laughs> yeah. I'll try and get it in there for you. I'll delete it all. Stuart, for people out there that aren't involved in the YouTube world as heavily as myself and you, how explain in layman's terms how a brand deal works. Okay, so um, uh, to, to give you an example, McDonald's. Yeah. Um, so McDonald's come to me and say, hey, we've got this spicy chicken nugget. Yeah. We want to launch it. Um, Have we... you actually done this? or? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> nice, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm giving you a real example. So, right. Um, so Mini Minter and, to- and Tobe Jizzle go off up to a McDonald's in Salford and do a meet and greet launching the spicy chicken nugget. Um, and McDonald's will pay X amount for that privilege of the appearance and the promotion on Instagram and and kind of stuff like that. Um, or it may be, um, for the gaming YouTubers, there's a new game coming out. Um, and the publishers will pay the influencer just to play the game on their channel, which is the the real easy money win for the gamers. So they've just kind of got to do what they're going to do anyway. Um, but we tell them not to do it until they get paid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've, I've, so this is probably going to shoot myself in the foot here, right? But, uh, but I'll sort of caveat it with saying that this it was definitely a few years ago. I used to get brand deals when I was on like, let's say 100K subscribers. Yeah. And I would accept the fee because it was, it was, it was decent. And I was thinking, how the fuck are the company? Make, making any return on this investment right now obviously i know that's different with the sidemen and stuff like that because they're massive so you're always going to see a, a, a return but think about when my channel was sort of stale uh, about 100k i sat on that number for, for a number of years i had a <laughs> i think i can say the company's name now because it's liquidated but it was yubble do you remember Yubble? Oh, I loved Yubble. <laughs> so did I, mate. They, they, they were my second biggest factory in upload bins. <laughs> Literally, like every week, it's like, uh, I've got some more Yubble for you. Oh, yeah. What, what yeah. did Yubble do? So, so Yubble was like a social social media. It wanted to like rival Facebook, but it needed to, it wanted to be like fresh and hip, and you could put stickers on your pictures and stuff like that. And they would come to me, and they would offer me far too much money. Right, this is like 2015, 2016, I think, and I would obviously say yes, and then they would, I would have to like post one photo on there, and I'd be like, "This is mental." There's a, there's what there's what I may bleep this name, but there was one called Dig Duck. Right, there was a company called Dig Duck, and a guy in Sweden. It was like Snapchat, but the the photos. You, you, everyone gets a certain amount of credits on the app, and you can use your credits. If a, say, let's say a hot girl uploads a picture, it will be it will be like a scratch card, and you can use right. your credits to scratch off the bits you want. Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> what? But right, so this is the crazy thing. The, the guys emailed me, and I think his name—I'm not going to say his name. Don't need to. But um, he emailed me, and uh, he offered me like X amount. I was like, "This is mental. This can't be real." Like, there's no, and there was no contract. He was just like, "Can you promote it?" I was like. Oh, I'm going to do it. This was years ago. So all he wanted me to do was go on the app and use it for a couple of days. So I did it. I didn't have any followers or anything. And then they paid me a big lump sum of money. What? And I was thinking, but this hasn't benefited you in any way. But there is a reason these companies are gone now. Like, you're <laughs> yeah. you're yeah. saying, how do they earn money? They clearly weren't. They're liquidated. Yeah, I guess... They I, gave they, you they, all their money. And you. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, 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 they were VC back. So the, the problem is you got when, um, when, when it's... Um, 
a company getting invested is is actually they don't give a shit about the um the, how much money they're spending because ain't their money. Um, and right. if it all goes pop, I mean, you look at they move to a um an office. They were in King's Cross. Is this Yabo? Yeah, and then they moved to another office and started putting slides and stuff in the office. And it's like <laughs> maybe get the app to work first. <laughs> but no, every 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 weekend they were literally just. Yeah, every weekend it was like, oh, how much are Yubble going to give us this weekend? It almost <laughs> wow. We become reliant on it. Yeah. Um, oh, if there are, have, if there's any companies out there that want to give money for no promotion, <laughs> I'm more than happy to take someone. Yeah. I'll, I'll tweet anything. But <laughs> we're I'm actually, cheap. We're actually looking for a sponsor of this podcast. Yubble, get back on it. <laughs> yeah. If someone can remake Yubble. Because <laughs> yeah. I remember that was the company I was telling you about when I was doing a live stream and they were like, can you read out some of your Yubble posts on an iPad? And I was like, I'll do it on my iPhone. I ain't got an iPad. So, oh, they, so they just went, go get an iPad. So I was like, I don't even, the difference between me sitting there on an iPhone and an iPad. I just have an iPad now Stuart do you do you, how many of the ideas are are yours like when you pitch when you pitch to a brand like would you think of the the idea around the spicy nugget or do McDonald's come to you and say this is the idea um to, to be honest most of the time the idea comes from them um if it's something like the spicy nugget then to be honest it, it should come from them because McDonald's have got an agency yeah. um that, that are doing their whole brand messaging etc um you can tell them when an idea is you an idea is crap um, yeah. you can tell when an idea won't work or it, it won't work with the particular influencers so, some influencers uh, um use their instagram as kind of um a, is, is a monetization tool some of them are really really protective of it and and won't do instagram stuff um some of them like meeting fans some of them hate meeting fans so, so mm. Generally, the idea should always come from the brand first because it's it's their brand, it's their baby, mm-hmm. um, and then we just kind of direct them into what we think would work in our world, right? And generally, kind of meet somewhere in the middle. Okay, so so would you, uh, and you can be as honest as as possible here. Would you accept a brand deal for a, for a creator if it was good money, but you didn't think the fit was right? Never, no, really, no, hundred percent. We probably turned down seven or eight um, out of ten. Brand deals that come in. Really? Um, some of them are from Nikki Prez at App Nana, but everyone gets them. <laughs> um, sorry, I was just, I, I, just go, I have no idea what's going on. That's got me that. Why did you almost spit your water out? <laughs> this guy. This fucking guy. Right, Nikki Perez. He was my first ever brand deal, right? About you six, actually did one. Oh, mate, I done one, yeah. I had about four I, I I can't remember how many subs I had, probably about forty K. And he has this app where it's like, um well you said app nana yeah. and you you go on it, you download other apps while in the app and you earn money back. Right. Okay. But you earn like nothing. I think that's oh, basically the premise. Yeah, yeah. I got an email. From this, so I sent it to you. Yeah, I sent it to you, and you. He's exactly. Oh fuck me! We've all done an app, Nana. That's literally what you said. But, yeah, I did it years ago, and, and basically they. The, the, he, what is his deal? What's that? What's? I don't know, but he he watches a hell of a lot of YouTube videos because every email. Obviously, we we have about um, twenty email addresses. So when you. Um, and way we're different to other agencies. A lot, a lot of talent agencies got, or oh, put um, our our um, company name at the end of your email. Have one of our company emails, whereas we do Gmails, right? Um, because one, we haven't got an ego, yeah. Um, but two, um, if you're a brand, you're more likely to to, to email you. Want to do work if you, they think they're speaking to you rather than me, right? Because they're like, oh, scumbag agent. I don't want to speak to him. Yeah, I'd rather speak to the. Um, <clears throat> Uh, speak to the person direct but um so yeah 20 emails and literally from that 
I've been keeping an eye on your content. I love your content. I watch every video. It's like, how many videos does Nicky Perez have? <laughs> <laughs> <actually watch? laughs> What's his deal then? Is he just trying to get as many brand deals as possible? What, how, how is he rich? Like, I know you don't know him, but like, what's no. the deal there? Has he got investors? Well, th- this comes back to the, um, I've never once replied to him. I just right. screenshot it and put it on Twitter. And yeah. go, oh, <laughs> here it is again. I actually, I, I, I actually thought it was a woman. Um, but oh, maybe it, it is. Well, Nikki, I, I guess it's kind of a... Yeah, it's a it bit, could be either. Yeah, either. Yeah. It's double K's. It's double K, I think oh, that's, that's more female. Yeah. Yeah. With an I. Different. Yeah. Yeah, that's a female. Oh, is yeah, it? I don't know why I said it as a man. N I C K Y. But I did it once, and, and this was when my channel was dead at about 40k, <clears> and yeah. I had to make a whole video about the app, and I didn't <laughs> show my face. It was just me holding the phone, going, download it here, blah, blah, blah. And it was like $1,000, but it was like years ago. So I was yeah. like buzzing. Yeah. Like that's the, that's that was back when videos were only three minutes. So now you want them above 10 minutes. Yeah, I don't even know if it was that long. <laughs> but but this, this is what I kind of mean. Like I, I'm a lot older now. So like if I get a brand deal, I want it to be a good piece of content. I have an yeah. audience that I actually genuinely do care about now. Whereas back then, I didn't give a shit. So I'd take yeah. the fee... And do the and do the video. So that's what's always confused me. And I know you're not you're not on that side of things, but it always confused me to why brands are s- sometimes. Mm-hmm. And obviously, your McDonald's and people like that, they've got their strategy sorted. But sometimes brands just kind of seem a bit careless and a bit like, "Is X amount talk about us for thirty seconds?" Yeah. Well, the way, the way I see it, if you wouldn't do the brand deal, then yeah. why would the brand want to advertise on your channel? Because surely they want to engage with your audience. If you don't think it works with your audience, then surely it doesn't work for the brand. I yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see it. You, you, I want to move on slightly to um, to the the first uh, KSI fight. Yep. Because um, you guys at Upload, you were the ones who put that on. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so we 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 organised that event, kind of uh, front to back on the on the physical event. Is this the Joe one or the Logan one? Uh, both. Wow. Yeah, so yeah. how let's let's speak about the Joe one first. So yep. first of all, I think the 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 whole boxing thing. Do you guys know how it started originally or? Uh, no, to be honest, didn't just Joe Weller call KSI out? Or I don't know, I might be That's all I thought it was. Joe Weller actually had a fight with his friend, Theo Baker, right. Malfoy, on his, on his channel, and it was just in a, in a boxing gym, yeah. and there was no one there, and apparently, right. and a camera. And then I think KSI wanted to get to fight the winner. Right. Joe, and uh, there was already a bit of beef. So then, And then all of a sudden, from my perspective as a creator, it went from this average video in a, in a in a in a ring like not no disrespect to them it was just a just a normal <clears> video <throat> to this boom this big yeah. event in the copper box wasn't it yeah, yeah. um how, what the hell what happened um it was uh Christ, when was it now it was well it was more than a year ago wasn't it yeah, it was, it was, or two years two ago two years ago yeah two years ago mm. so um uh, i was around the cyber house and we're sitting around the table like we do normally and mm. and we're talking about that kind of um the the, the beef with joella um JJ had put a, 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 a comment, fight me on the Instagram, just kind of joking. And it kind of just escalated. We're like, oh, should we um, should we do a fighting event? And JD's like, oh, should we? I was like, yeah, why not? Can you do that? Yeah. And then it's like, oh, I can't really do it, but I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure we can find a way. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, um, I love that. <laughs> so, 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 um, so, yeah, phoned up with like, okay, looking at venues, when you look at the copper box. Um, and yeah, we quite quickly, it was, um, it was off and running and, um, but it was very genuine. It wasn't structured. JJ genuinely wanted to knock Joe yeah. out and Joe wanted to, there was never any fake beef whatsoever there. And, um, cause we, we've had, we've had JJ in here and he was, he was very open in the fact that the, the, the beef with, 
the, the beef with Logan's there. They don't like each other, yeah. but the beef with Joe was was some yeah, true, yeah. some true, true hatred. Yeah, well, we had it at the, the press conference at, at Upload when we <clears> run the um the, the kind of um the, uh, the the much better Hello World. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that, yeah. boy. <laughs> um, <clears throat> um, the, the the press conference, I, I sat them both down and, and I was like, right, just leave each other alone. Leave each other alone. Don't get too close. Um, well, so got... so when you're sat with them, sorry, is this before they went yeah, on? Yeah, separately, before they went on to the press conference. And right. I'm like, just calm down. And we all know what happened at the press conference. They, they started um, fighting on the stage, collapsed and God knows what. And if you actually watch the YouTube video, you see me catch a table. Really? <laughs> my proudest moment. <laughs> um, yeah, JJ flipped the table up and it was in midair. I was like, oh. <laughs> what was that when they did that was you a bit worried about health and safety and all that stuff yeah. or was you secretly mm. thinking ding 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 like this is gonna no it's, it's um for, for that press conference i was i was generally shitting it because uh, they were both so pumped up and the hatred is was was so genuine between the two of them that you kind of knew even talking to them face to face that they were just going to it, something was just going to ignite yeah. them, and they were just going to go. They're just going to go out. Um, and you saw the stage collapse. You can't, you can't rig that. Luckily, it was the last thing of the day. Right. Luckily, yeah. it fell backwards, not forwards. Um, <clears throat> but um, yeah, yeah. For, for for that press conference, no, that wasn't planned at all, and and <laughs> it was more health and safety for the York Hall Logan press conference. That was very much very intentional to take Jake and Logan into that sort of environment. I didn't expect people to be standing on the roof throwing bricks, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but, but is that what happened then? Um, yeah. Have you not seen the videos? I've seen the videos, yeah. but I mean, anything can look dramatized online. No, that it? was that was that was really bad. Um, that <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think we kind of walked away from that thing, and okay, nobody got hurt apart from Greg got smacked by a kid chasing a school kid chasing him up the road. Um, right. Logan's dad, which was. Okay. <laughs> so, so for those that don't know, so so you've, you, the, the the press conference before the first fight, KSI Logan, um, Logan and Jake, the Paul brothers, came over to England, yep. had the press conference. What what happened then for in this video that you referenced? Yeah. So, so so the idea was with the press conference for for, for KSI Logan one, they, we had the American one first, and Americans being Americans, Hollywood being Hollywood, they're like, oh man, we want a massive one, we're going to do it at the Coliseum, and they they spent an absolute ton of money to the point where we said, well, we're not paying for it, because contractually, we should have paid for it, but like, if you want to go all out there, then then you pay for it, and they did, and it was a massive um, spectacle, I guess, and stage set up, but ultimately, mm. it was a bit, uh, well, it was Jake shouting Walmart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that, you can spend man? all the money <laughs> you want. absolute dipshit that kid. <laughs> yeah, is. I know. Sorry, but... You can spend all the fucking money you want. You can make it look as pretty as you want, as, as glamorous as you want. But if you've got Shannon Briggs there shouting, let's go, champ, 150 times a fucking minute, it loses yeah. a bit of the appeal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You could have watched that thing on mute and it would have still been just as entertaining. But yeah, yeah, so they come over to, they do their sort of like showbiz thing in Yeah, in, in America. Hollywood. And then... Um, and, and then sit down with JJ. I was like, okay, we need to make him feel uncomfortable over here. We've got home advantage, therefore mm -hmm. we can dictate where we're going to go. I was like, take him to York Hall, middle of Bethnal Green, nice. uh, right in KSI land. Um, it, I, I don't know if you've ever been in York Hall, but the, it, literally the, the change rooms and stuff have not changed in 80 years. Right. It's, it's, it's like they're like prison cells. So we're like, let's just make it as uncomfortable as possible for them. And, and we were actually filming the day before at the um, YouTube space with Johnny Nelson doing the gloves are off. Um, 
And I was speaking to Jeff, Logan's manager, and I was like, oh, you boys ain't going to enjoy it tomorrow. And he's just kind of laughing at me. He's like, hey, Logan, hey, Jake. I can't do an American accent. Right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come over here. <laughs> um, and, and, and asked me to repeat it. And they just they just laughed. I was like, have you seriously not been, have you not sent anyone to York Hall to see where you're going tomorrow? And they're like, oh, I'll be fine. And of course... I think when they, the, the rose gold wrapped Bentleys and Rolls Royces probably weren't the best idea in life. So <laughs> stick out a little bit in Bethlehem Green. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I, but, but I think it, 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 it we, we took it, it, it went as far, like kind of right on the line to being, that's exactly what we wanted. Mm. Yeah. One tiny step over and it would have been horrendous. Right. Um, luckily nobody got hurt and, and it, it definitely got under Logan and Jake's skin. They both oh, yeah. got off stage. You could see that. You could see that a mile off that it got to him. Because the kids were throwing stuff and climbing up on the kind of like, yeah, yeah. Um, whatever you call it. Yeah. Like, uh, and just the abuse he was getting. From I loved it. Yeah, so I loved much. how British it was. <laughs> so us. Yeah. yeah, in America it was Walmart and in the UK it was suck your mum. <laughs> Suck. Suck. That is all they were shouting at. Yeah. Logan looked like he was going to cry. Oh, it's fucking brilliant. Have you, have you seen some great. of the videos? Have you seen the, the the Tottenham and Arsenal fans clashing on the bridge in America? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's the most timid thing ever, yeah, isn't it? Who are you? Who are yeah, you? Yeah. <laughs> when people say suck your mum, what bit are you supposed to suck? Oh, really? let's let's. <laughs> For some reason, my mind that. went, okay, what's the answer? I, yeah. just, I, just, I, I, I just thought, bitty. <laughs> He's on about tits. <laughs> and now um, we're back to what we normally do. Yeah, this is how, yeah. We've yeah. had a bit of um, professional business chat with Stuart, and now we're talking about <laughs> sucking mum's tits. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Right, so yeah, so they're there. Um, yeah. they're, they're absolutely petrified, um, as I think I would be if I was, if I was in uh, Bethnal Green and having bricks thrown at me. Um, Logan bottled it. Didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Logan, Logan bottled it. Whatever he said, he bottled it. He, he, I, I think... Was that not planned then? 100% not. He had a whole show yeah, yeah. he was supposed to do there. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, and what, he just walked off? I think I, I think he realised that when he... I think what's probably going through his head, uh, my management are a bunch of absolute twats. Why have they not told me? I think he was expecting to come into some glamorous kind of yeah. ceremony again. He's like, what is this? Kind yeah. of the backstage and, 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 and also the abuse he was getting. He realised that... Like in, in in America for the for the for the press conference in LA, there was still at least fifty percent that were KSI fans. Yeah, in York Hall, there was not a single no. Logan Paul fan in there, yeah. and everyone's like you say is like suck your mum, pedo pedo. His dad got so much <laughs> abuse as well. Yeah. yeah, why would you take him after everything? I'd yeah. leave. I I would not take my dad if he was being called a pedo by people. No, I I'd wa- keep him out of the way. I watched back that Greg Paul clip of him snogging them girls. That's and it. it's oh, so horrible. I thought you meant the other Greg Paul clip. Uh, you oh, no. Okay, yeah, move on. Nah, nah, dwell, <laughs> yeah. dwell. You can't stop dwell. at that. Yeah. What, what, what is that? Have you not seen the um uh, the the one on, uh, well, I don't know if it is on Pornhub because I don't go on them myself, but I've heard that there is one on there. Wow. Well, you just typed in Greg Paul. Uh, yeah, I was you oh, my phone's on charge outside. Fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Paul, I'm put on, not with an underage. Disclaimer, I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah, no. That, my, <laughs> my, my mind is. Okay. I, I assumed that you uh, that you were leading on to that. No, but I'll um, be uh, I'll be searching that up later. Greg Paul, what Not character? In that, way. <laughs> that made it sound like I'm excited. Jack wanks over Greg Paul. Uh, I'll be searching that up later. <laughs> um, so uh, so we we the press conference. Did any of the cars get get scratched up? Um, yeah, a couple of them got um a couple of them got dented and booted. Uh, I think it, it's Izardi, it, it, is it from Team Ten? Right. Um, you should Google what his past is. It's interesting. I feel like this can amazing. we make this podcast four hours long? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's mental. So then, so you have the press conference. Logan bottled it. He. Yeah. What was it like when he walked off stage? Did you see him? Um. He no. He just went straight into the car and then tried to get out. And obviously, all the kids outside that couldn't get in were blocking him in. And and Sh- Shannon Briggs is going around going, "Champ, champ, get rid of him, champ." <laughs> <laughs> He's like a Pokemon, isn't he? Yeah. And he says one thing. Yeah. Oh, he, he lives in. Maidstone now, doesn't he? Does he? Yeah, he lives in Maidstone. He's a, he's a Medway lad. That's mental. <laughs> that is mental. I don't know why he lives in Medway, but he does. Oh, because he's a champ. But, uh, <laughs> so, so that then, then, then it's um, then it's fight night, I guess. After after the press conference, what yeah. what what was that like? What was it like for you? It must have been nervous, eh? Hey? Um, but- so, to be honest, I'm a boxing fan. So, I, I last year, them two events, I lived the dream, literally. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, there, there wasn't a lot of science into what we did. We basically went to the venue and said, oh, can we just have a look at um, how Matchroom and Frank Warren do it? Just just have a look at their floor plan. Okay, we'll have that one. Right, yeah. I'd love to say that, yeah, that, yeah, that we come up with it all ourselves. But um, That's fair uh, enough, it, though. Like, if, if that's a formula that works, yeah, no, exactly. Um, but, but yeah, for me, like getting my, Michael Buffer in for the um, is a ring announcer and kind of all the other stuff, um, was yeah, it was just like living a dream. I, I absolutely loved it, and it ran so smoothly. Well, it, it, at least it looked like it ran smoothly from 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 my point of yeah, view. Yeah, it looked like it, it 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 ran smoothly, which is the main thing. Unfortunately, you, with the um, you can imagine what Logan and Jake Paul's team are like. Um, hmm. they're, they're they're literally coming in um five minutes before <clears throat> Logan's gonna do his ring walk and saying he's coming out to KSI song. I was like, no, he's not. He's like, no, he's coming out, and they literally got lawyers coming in going, if you stop him from coming out to what? KSI's on point song, then we're going to sue you. And I was like, look, it's, it's not the walkout tune's not in the, um, it, it's not in the contract. Therefore he's, he's coming out in what he's coming out. I was like, if you're going to take the piss, then he can come out to Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At that point, they kind of checked. They're just little things like that, always pecking away. Was of, that yeah. su- was that supposed to throw you guys off? Was that so? Why? How is, is that American banter? How is that mugging someone off coming out to? Well, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Uh, I think well, it, was... it probably boils down to <clears throat> mind game. Surely, he's mm. trying to get into KSI's head. Well, JJ wouldn't have seen it because he was coming out last. So um, mm. it was just. But would he have? Would it have got back to him or? Um, maybe, but he was in the dressing room, yeah, so it, yeah, true. Like, makes Logan look like a fan, though. Yeah, love this song. But Logan should be <laughs> yeah. Logan should be a fan because because KSI saved, saved his yeah. fucking yeah. career. Yeah, well, are you, were you very much backstage with JJ then on the night? Um, not so much. Um, to be honest, so it was kind of going in and out of the dressing room, but obviously putting on the fight and the the undercards and 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 everything else. So it, it was generally running back and back and forward pretty much constantly. But it, mm. yeah, it was good fun. But like I say, it, it was uh, dealing with Americans is not the easiest. Uh, no, we're gonna... I, I don't mean generalized Americans. By the way, some Americans are very nice. Yeah, I mean particular ones. That, I think uh, when you said Americans, you meant Pauls, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, Pauls <laughs> and, 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 and members of their management. They're, they're an interesting bunch. I, I we will. Uh, I think we'll get yeah. to that in the second part because I've got a little bit about the Challenger games I want to speak about which will be interesting yeah. um, what was my I had a question on the tip of my tongue 
a minute ago. And I think it's gone. So we'll go for a break there. <laughs> We're <laughs> so good at this. <laughs> and when we come back, that's because I'm so interested. I'm just trying to take all the kind of yeah. like stuff in. But we'll, we'll go for a little break. And when we come back, as I said, we'll be speaking to Stuart about more things, i.e. the Challenger Games. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hello guys and welcome back to Jack Makes Happy Hour. Still here with Stevie, Jordan and Stuart. Now before the question, my mind went... Before the question? Before, <laughs> before, before the break, my mind went blank and I forgot my question. Here's a question, Stuart. Okay. And I know you're friends with JJ, obviously you work closely with him. Yep. As honestly as you can, when you saw Logan come out on Fight Night, you saw the shape that he was in. Yep. What, what was your predictions? Genuinely, I thought it would go how it went. Um, what, you predicted a draw? I, I didn't predict a draw. And right. do you know what... The, the, that's the thing that, that that kind of pisses me off the most about the, the whole result. Every, straight after, it was like, oh man, it was a draw. Um, it must be fixed. It's like, no, we actually forgot to tell the refs that they can't <laughs> to pick a winner because <laughs> because the draw is 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 the worst of of all. If you're going to yeah. do a, a two, everyone knew it was a two fight deal, but mm. a draw is kind of like nah, you need the revenge or retribution kind yeah. of narrative to it. Because so, if it was going to be fixed, surely Logan would win one, JJ would win one, then you'd have a third one, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, or you do a, you do a trilogy, or um, or you just do one fight and you, it goes out as a draw, and everyone shakes hands and, and counts their counts their money, sort of thing. But right. it, it, yeah, it, the, the the one thing the, the one thing in hindsight we should have done is tell to the judges you 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 can't do a draw, you can't pick a draw between you, you've got to pick a winner. Yeah. Um, but um, but no, I, I thought that, that Logan would come out strong. L- Logan's got more reach, got more height. Um, but JJ spent a year before that fight training like a professional boxer, and 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 when I say training like a professional boxer, he had his own private chef. He was doing running and running and running, so he was always going to come good later on in the fight mm. because um, as athletic as Logan is, cardio fitness and boxing fit cardio fitness is mm. is, is a different thing. Yeah, you could um, see that Logan gassed out. You could see that. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people have said this, so I'm not breaking the mould, but I think if there was an, another round, KSI could have knocked him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's this? The second one's just been announced. Big, big news that yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll speak about for a while. Um, I have a burning question go on, about that. Go on. What, what's your thoughts on the controversy that they've been turned pro? As a it, boxing fan, you said you're a big boxing yeah, fan. Yeah. So as a boxing fan as well. So... Um, I completely get uh, when it comes to JJ. He just wants to knock Logan out. He does not. People that say, "Oh, it's for the money." It's not for the money. If it was for the money, then it would be back in the UK. It'd be a white qualifier again. It would be on YouTube. Yeah. It's not. It's on the zone. It's on the West Coast. It's not gonna. It's gonna be three o'clock in the morning UK time. 
to me, they've worked, both worked really hard to go pro. Mm -hmm. I kind of get that. And it's not, the undercard being professional is is just law. It has to be. Um, And for the fight to happen in LA, they had to be pro. It's not, um, they've not done it to kind of prove a point, so to speak. They've done it because for the fight to happen in LA, they had to be professional because you can't be an amateur boxer. Is that why it took so long to get the second one in? It's it's, it's one of the reasons, yeah. One of the reasons is is Logan's pool team just aren't very good. Right. uh, Which is why kind of Eddie's come in to save the day. Um, so so to speak, and, and changed his mind quite quickly about what yeah. he thinks of uh, what he thinks of YouTube boxing. Can hmm. I can I just say it's something really quite interesting here? I was, and I'm going to claim this right. I was the first person to show Eddie Hearn the YouTube boxing scene. He came onto my podcast I a couple of years ago. Did you see it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He came onto my podcast and he hadn't heard about KSI, and that was before the fight, KSI yeah, yeah. Um, Joe, and he hadn't seen it. And I showed him the um, the press conference, and he was blown away that people was giving a shit about it but he's done a 180 on it now hasn't he yeah yeah he has and and, and i'm I, I was offered the opportunity and 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 offered quite a a, a nice um Wedge. amount of money to, to to be involved as a consultant but when when you actually look into it and say okay what what is a consultant it's it's basically they just want to contract me so i don't say it shit right um, <laughs> is that what it is right. so, so i'm like no thanks I'm, i'd rather just kind of say what i feel yeah. right. about the fight and 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 not have to sign a contract for a bit of money as, and, as, yeah. as nice as it would be. And so how do you feel then? Um, I feel firstly 100% behind JJ. Um, he just wants to knock Logan out and that's all, all he cares about. And it's a lot easier without a head guard. So, mm. <laughs> so. There, there, there would have been about five knockdowns and knockouts apiece without head guards and 10 ounce gloves on in the first fight. So mm-hmm. I, I, mm-hmm. it's definitely um, not going to go six rounds. No. That, that, that's... Um, yeah, the, the the whole professional thing. Billy Joe Saunders is is one of my favourite boxers as well. So to see him on the undercard is a bit part of its pride and part of it's like oh. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. So are so, you torn between kind of like your passion for the sport and and your work, your occupation? Because you obviously know yeah. more than most the value of YouTubers, which is something yeah. I think Eddie Ham was a bit naive to in the first place. Yeah, I think uh, I, I mean the zone have bought the the fight. Um, which is great. What that means is it takes any risk off of Logan and JJ. They're just going to get... They're effectively guests of the zone, um, if you know what I mean. So... So if it sells two thousand tickets, doesn't matter if it only does two thousand pay per view buys. Who cares? They're still um, they're, paid. They're, they're, they've they've been paid a fixed amount um, yeah. of whatever that be. Um, so it's it's good for JJ and Logan. I think maybe that the agents on either side have pushed it down that road when. Actually, if you're looking at the the whole YouTube community as a whole, and also looking after the fighters' best interests, it would probably have to stay on YouTube. For mm. that reason, it is is one of the reasons that I don't feel comfortable being involved. Although I'll be ringside, um, it's supporting JJ. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cheer, cheering JJ on, but it's yeah. um, it kind of goes against the whole philosophy of the events that we've run over the years, which are which are on YouTube, are full of YouTubes. This is not on YouTube. No. And whilst um, JJ and Logan are YouTubers or content creators. In this, they're not; they're professional they're boxers. Yeah. Um. So, 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 yeah. It's, I, I, from JJ's point of view, just wants to knock Logan out. Um. Mm-hmm. I get why why it's attractive to JJ because literally you can put him in a car park with Logan. Yeah. As long as he gets to throw a few punches at him, <coughs> yeah, he'd be happy. Um. But is, I don't. I don't think necessarily the timing or the location or the platform is is the right thing for the for the community. Right. But more to the point, fits in with with. With how I see it, I get what yeah, you're saying. That's yeah. fair. Do you do you think it's you mentioned that JJ had trained like a boxer for a year? Yeah, he hasn't done that this time round, has he? He may now be getting back into it. 
but um, he's not had enough time to prepare. He he he's kept himself ticking over. Um yeah. and he is training really hard now. JJ's got this um belief in himself, mm. um, and this hunger in himself to 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 be the best in in whatever he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so I so I know he's gonna come out on the fight day and 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 um and he's gonna perform really well. Um, right. Logan has has been training um for the whole time. So maybe his cardio is gonna be better. Um but if if JJ changes his game and adapts now he know who's who he's fighting, then he mm-hmm. then he's got a chance. Um if you look in Logan's videos, there's kind of a an older um Mexican guy that's always in the background of the videos that mm-hmm. Shannon Briggs trainer. Um, oh, and he's wow. clearly been living at Logan's house cause he just yeah. pops up in all sorts of random videos. So, right. so it's clear that Logan's been trained, yeah. been training regularly, and, and, uh, quite regularly. Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to be one hell of a fight and it is as somebody who is, is a YouTuber themselves. I'm fully invested in it. Oh, I am as well. What do you think people like Billy Joe Saunders are thinking? Do you know Billy Joe's a funny one because Billy Joe's just kind of away with a fairy sometimes. I think if it was a um a, a less controversial fighter than Billy Joe, mm. I think that they would be um if it was a Anthony Joshua or something, mm. I think he'd be like, "What? No." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Undercut. I think Billy Joe will use it as a as a way to kind of take the piss a bit. Right. Um I don't really see the value of 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 mixing it. I don't think that um for the for, for for the fight um for KSI Logan won at six o'clock before the first undercard, everyone's in their seats. Now I go to boxing all the time and you and you go there for the for, for the for the headline fight and sometimes the, the the second headline fight, but generally you're you're in the bars underneath yeah. the, the mm, arena. No, absolutely. Um <clears throat> right the way through. So um I don't think that they if if Eddie thinks that he's gonna get the numbers um and the type of crowd that they had it that we had in Manchester. I, I I think he'll be surprised. I'm not sure how the the numbers that Eddie's putting out, um, in the way he's saying, oh, we're going to sell out Staples Centre, we're going to do 1.3 million buys and stuff like that. I don't know if he genuinely believes that. Mm. Um, if he does, I think he'll be really disappointed. Or whether he's got his promoter head on, and he's like, yeah, we're going to sell out the Staples Centre and we're going to we're going to do 1.3 million. And deep down, he's like, okay, we might have six thousand there and we might do 200 thousand buys. Right. Um, wow. How, how many? How many um, pay per view buys were there for the for the first one? One point three million. So he's so he's just basing it purely based on yeah. the first one, even though there's a lot of different factors this time around. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of different factors. It, uh, last time was a, a YouTube show. Yeah. It was on their platform, so they pressed the button and and can promote. Yeah. Um. It was it was on YouTube. Um. The timings. It was uh. So the fight was one o'clock in the afternoon mm. in LA in the West Coast right. and nine o'clock in the evening in the UK. So a huge amount of um, span for, um, for for buys there, whereas this one will be three o'clock in the morning in yeah. the UK. And only the most dedicated parents are going to uh, let their kids stay up till three in the morning for to sure. watch yeah. a, a boxing fight. And I think, rightly or wrongly, by the time that the UK and, and English-speaking cu- countries in, um, in Europe uh, wake up, there'll be streams of it all over the place. Yeah. yeah. There yeah. Was, and they won't feel the need to, to buy or subscribe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I, yeah, I don't think it's going to do the numbers, um, or anywhere near the numbers is to what the first one done. Mm. Um, but as but, you said, it doesn't really matter to the creators too much. No, yeah. no, and, and and it's not. People say, "Oh, to JJ, oh, are you doing it for the money?" It's like it, you, if he was doing it for the money, there, there's a, there's a much much better way of monetizing this fight. Right. Yeah. Wow. Um, and I think um, the Americans or or the Pauls and that they've recently put on the Challenger Games, didn't yep. they? 
that was a bit of a fucking flop, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you, you could say that. And I saw you—you—you you, you were, you were kicking off on Twitter a few weeks ago. I uh, just kick off on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Coming for my job, I think, mate. <laughs> um, what, what? Talk us through that. Were, was that your idea? Was it stolen um, from you? Yeah, it was. It's a bit of a weird one. Um, so after the game, after the last boxing, genuinely, I—I I, I was like, okay, I, I don't think there's going to be a rematch. It kind of, even though it was in the contract, to me, it kind of. Set, felt like a good point to kind of say no one got humiliated no one got mm. embarrassed uh, it was a draw everyone made lots of money um let's let's kind of move on to the next thing because the thing is with youtube and youtube events is um the analogy i always use it's like um getting your kids uh, christmas day your kids around the tree they open up one of the presents they get really excited go wow this is amazing it's amazing they play with it for like 10 minutes and they're like oh What's yeah. the next yeah. present? And and kind of how people consume YouTube events and trends and stuff like that. I mean, if 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 you were to do a diss track tomorrow, they're mm. probably like, oh, that's so like two yeah, years ago. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Adapt or die. Yeah, yeah. So so to me, it was kind of a natural end. Um, so I was thinking about what's next, and the idea of a kind of transatlantic um, events company, should we say, which is Americans and UK kind of doing battle against each other, um, in any type of challenge. And funny enough, what I pitched to them, it was called challenger league, right? Um, not challenger games, but yeah. challenger league. Um, and I had numerous meetings with them. The idea being that may- maybe Jake or, or Logan, preferably L- Logan, cause he's a bit of a nicer guy than Jake, right? much nicer guy than Jake. Wow. Re- re- reluctantly. I, I quite like Logan. Really? Really? <laughs> yeah. Relu- really reluctantly, he is actually an okay guy. Is he? Um, Jake, however. Well, um, what's God? Come on, right here we go. Yeah. Right, Steve, <laughs> yeah. Stevie, this is the first time I'll allow you to get the popcorn out. I <laughs> know <laughs> uh, he's just uh, he's just. Um, I, I can't think of a way to um, wanker. Wanker, toss it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know. Um, <sighs> Them programs that you the, you have on the, the the cable channels, the cable channels sound so old. <laughs> <laughs> um, but where they've it's like Beverly Hills Kids and stuff, and there's just all these pretentious fucking arseholes. Yeah, um, that just literally want everything sport rotten. That's exactly what he's like. Um, just yeah, there's just not anything redeeming about him at all. Whereas Logan would at least say, "Hey, Stu, how you doing?" and come and shake my hand. He would just sit there, just looking looking angry and. Um, Wow! Always remember when after the after the weigh-in of KSI v Logan the first one, um, we brought um, Jake and Logan into the Manchester Arena to see the ring. And the first time he start, he starts kicking off, he's like, "This ain't a twenty foot ring." I was like, "It's a twenty foot ring." He goes, "No," and he's like kicking off, going, "I'm not going to fight. I'm going to sue your ass." Blah blah blah. I sue him, shouting to his management. I'm like, "It's a twenty foot ring." <laughs> um, and he's like, "And we got um, a guy, um, Mike from uh, Ringcraft, who they do all the rings for literally all of professional boxing." And we, we get him along. He goes, it's a 20-foot ring, mate. I was like, look, it's a 20-foot ring. But the Americans, <laughs> they, they we, we measure 20 foot from post to post. Right. They measure 20 foot from inside the ring. Right. So it's oh, like, fuck. yeah, so it's that like, look, you're in England. You, ch- you changed to our currency. It's a 20-foot ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If Andy Josh asked for a 20-foot ring, this is what he'd get. So yeah. he, was, he was threatening <laughs> yeah. the suit. Do you not think that's just him trying to, like, stamp his authority on it? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, like yeah. does it really, this could be an, like, an, an ignorant question on my behalf, but does it really matter if it's half a foot out? Well, it, 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 it certainly shouldn't matter for, for, for Jake and Deji's fight because... <laughs> Because he's not going to be, he's not going to be wanting to use the space and having Deji chase. He's just, yeah. At that time, although Deji really performed well and and unexpectedly well, everyone thought, oh, it's going to be over in a round. He's just going to knock him out. And even Logan's like, hey man, calm down, bro. It's okay. Yeah. Um. And then we're walking around and and 
we're, we're showing him where the ring walk's going to be. He's like, okay, what I want is I want four security that side, four security that side. I want to hold umbrellas up as I do my ring walk. Fuck. He goes, because people might throw water on me. And, and, <laughs> yeah. and he was like, what is being done to stop people throwing things at me? I'm like, mate, they don't like you. This is an English crowd. They're probably going to throw things at you. He goes, yeah. well, I want umbrellas up. And he, he, he literally, and to the, to the day, I just ignored him. I go, okay, Jake, we'll get your umbrellas up. Yeah. Um, and just kind of on the day, I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I should have done it in the, in the end. I should have just got like eight people dressed up as Charlie Chaplin. And, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and the listeners might not know this, but Jake Paul actually died from a brick to the face that night. <laughs> <laughs> that's on your shoulders, Stuart. To be fair, I don't think a fucking umbrella is stopping a brick. No, so, no, fuck him. You know? <laughs> no, it was, um, so I went off on a tangent there, didn't I? I'm, no, no, that's fine. No. No, I may. If you if you want to go off piece and slag off Jake Paul, that is all. That's perfect for us. Yeah. So have you met the them boys quite often, quite a lot then? Um, not loads. Um, around the boxing, but but not really since. Um, luckily. Yeah. Um, I, I like I say I, I kind of reluctantly um respect Logan. Yeah. Um, I think he's been a, a, a right dick in in the past, but I think that he genuinely is kind of waking up a bit to it and going, okay. Um, I, I need to grow up a bit. Yeah. Um, Jake, I just, I've got no time for him at all. I, he's just, um, I, I mean, I, he was, he was basically demanding to be involved in the, in the last event. And it's like, he wants to do everything his big brother's doing sort of thing. And mm. yeah, I, I don't know. Just, just a bit embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, come on, take, get asking security. We use their security. You go to boxing uh, a bit, don't you, Jack? It's, it's the security alert guys are like seven foot tall to hold an umbrella. Yeah, <laughs> that ain't happening. No, that's not happening. It would have looked more embarrassing if anything. Yeah. yeah you should have let him do it. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, the Challenger Games. Go back yeah. to it quickly. Um, um, so, so did what? So did you, you sat down with their management and discussed it, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, we, we had a couple of, they, they actually approached me first. So a guy called Paolo who, Calls himself the, um, the 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 Maverick CEO, um, and a a, a, mul- a a kind of multi something mul- multiple entrepreneur or whatever he calls himself. You actually look into it. He actually sued someone for twelve million dollars um, for stealing his idea, apparently, and they settled out of court. So that's where his money come from. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, immediately I was like, oh, do I really want to go into business with this guy? Um, but yeah, anyway, so they invited me onto the Jimmy Kimmel show. Um, not actually on it as a guest. That'd be quite cool. Yeah, into the, yeah, <laughs> in, into the green room. So right. The producer of Jimmy Kimmel Live, um, the CEO of Maverick, and this other guy who who um, used to own a lot of uh, college football channels that he sold to ES- ESPN. Right. Um, and we had several meetings, and they're like, "What do you think the next thing is?" And I was like, "Okay, uh, uh, we need a, a challenger league, basically a platform, a, a channel." where any type of challenge can happen. It could be the next boxing, it could be a football match, it could be YouTuber version of, of Total Wipeout or, oh, yeah, yeah. or um, Ninja Warrior, kind of just somewhere where YouTubers can challenge themselves. Basically, a Mr. Beast on steroids with a bit more kind of commercial facing yeah, um, that can be branded. And we it went back and forward, back and forward. And then they, they phoned me up one day um, and were like, hey, Stu, we've got this great idea. It's like, what? It's like, we're going to do a hooligan race. I was a like, what? A, a hooligan race. What's that? So it's basically um, uh, Harley Davidson's on Speedway. It's basically Speedway, but in Harley's. Oh, right. Oh, right. Okay. right. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's probably not going to work. They're like, no, but we've got we've got a place in LA that the X Games are on and we can have a day, we can sell thousands of tickets. I'm like, you won't. And it kind of, it went back and forward. Um, and I said, we should do something else. And then... Um, yeah, and then I saw Challenger Games was uh, was was announced with no further notice to me, and I wow. I think 
basically what they did is is, is the ideas that I pitched them. They just bastardized them and and kind of thought they knew best because yeah. anyone could see that a um, an athletics event is not going to be that engaging. I think they even forgot the tug of war at the end. It, it was a bit of a weird thing to finish an athletics event off. Let's have tug of war. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right, primary school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What were they supposed to do? Tug of war? Yeah. Yeah. They just completely binned off. No one knows why, but they, I think they realized it was a really shit idea maybe, but really, because yeah. well, it was a flop of an event, right? Yeah. But about 300 people turned up bearing in mind, um, they had the biggest YouTubers and creators yeah. in the US there. Wow. Um, and, and they had VIP tickets that, that didn't sell. And it was just... It looked it was so a, empty. Yeah. It looked dreadful. Yeah. Yeah. It was um, it was, it was out in Long Beach. So it, it was just... Everything was just a bit weird. And it, it just smacked of Logan and Jake's management team who just... Yeah. <laughs> they're... they're, they're uh, I think they're, 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 they're earning a nice living out of Logan and Jake. But when it comes to actually executing ideas, they're not very good. I mean, we... The, the the first boxing with Logan Paul that nearly didn't happen purely because their management are just so impossible to deal with. Really, um, we were we, we were literally half an hour away from going on Keemstar and shutting the whole thing down and just saying we're not doing it now and Jeez. just exposing how 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 crap they were through the process. And then finally they woke up just before we were about to go on the Keemstar and we stayed up till four in the morning and got the contract signed in the end. Wow! Um, but throughout, um, when 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 Logan was. Um, when when JJ was apparently uh, dodging Logan, um, and he went to the gym where JJ was, I was and put that bit of paper because he didn't actually have a contract. He just put a con a bit testing yeah. <laughs> uh, um, a bit a bit of paper with contract written on it. Um, me and um, me and Liam, uh, uh, JJ's agent, was uh, were sitting there waiting for a call with Paolo and Jeff to sign off the event. Meanwhile, Logan's on a private jet going to a gym to make a video saying, oh, "You're not, you're not replying to us." It was, um, wow. it, was it was almost comical. Wow, um, I do feel like <clears throat> I'm going to come from a place of bias, but I do th feel like the the British guys are the guys that are getting shit done, mm. whereas the, whereas them two especially are kind of like the the kind of clowns. Is it? W w would you agree or? Yeah, they, they they have. I mean, you only have to see the failure of the Challenger Games um, because they decided to come up with the idea and concept and everything themselves, and then go, "Hey, let's go and do it without anyone, without listening to anyone." What would actually happen? Um, as an example of how bad they were of, of doing events, right? Um, and fake marriages for sixty dollars as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. what's that right. about? I mean, I know we've all got to earn a living, right? But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, are they legally married now? Then. I would say that's as fake as Logan Paul's brain scan video. Yeah. Yeah, what is that about? I see you tweet about this the other day. <laughs> well, they, they're professional boxers now, right? So they have they have to have a full brain scan. Right. Uh, but yet Logan, a couple of months ago, did a video saying, I've got holes in my head, but here's my brain scan, and showing pictures of a, his brain with holes in. It's like, well, you wouldn't get a pro license if... Yeah, <laughs> if yeah. Is he, is he actually colourblind as well? Because he did that video, didn't he, like two, three years is, ago, is saying he's colourblind. colourblind, no. I'm a strawberry. <laughs> yeah. okay, mate. Have you seen that one? <laughs> no. That's brilliant. He did, yeah. This was like before people really knew about him on YouTube. Like, this is old news, so a lot of people might switch off it, but it's fucking funny. It is it? funny. Like, he, he did a video where he, he claimed he was colourblind because it basically been... He was doing a brand deal for these, these glasses that can help you see colours more. Yeah. And he goes up to the... LA um, Griffith Observatory and he and he puts them on he's like <laughs> yeah. and he starts crying because he can see <laughs> oh, colours for the first time but, but, uh, a few weeks earlier but yeah a few weeks earlier he buys a light isn't it a light. <laughs> yeah with the controller that you can change all the colours he's like oh green green <laughs> a I'm a strawberry 
it. It's like, mate. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. You're not even fucking self-aware at this point. I saw um, Jake tweeted like yesterday or the day before that Tana's pregnant as well. It's, oh, it's probably all bollocks. Tana. Is that, what is her name? Tana. Tana. Oh, I say, Tana. yeah, but I, that's how I speak. Tana. I say laugh, grass, bath. No, you don't. Yes, I do. You don't say laugh, grass, and bath. Oh, You're from we, Norwich. Can we please not go there? <laughs> anyway, Tana. Yeah. Tana Mojo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he said she's pregnant. She's probably not. Then I assume she's Do you not. think they're married? Nah, no, they, no. They, 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 I'm pretty sure it, they've it, now said it, that it's bollocks. Oh, have they? Yeah, every, yeah, every, yeah. Every, yeah everything they do is is, is constructed. And some <laughs> yeah. of it, you got to realise their audience will kind of uh, lap it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jesus, see the amount of stuff that we used to believe when we were kids watching some yeah. of the programs. I, I still believe in Santa Claus when I was eighteen. I, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, but, Stu, how do you how do you determine a YouTuber's worth? Um, it's not down to subscribers, right? Um, that's that, that's kind of. I think the subscribers is is what everyone likes to kind of um, think is that's what they're worth, but it actually means nothing in the in the grand scheme of things. Right. Um, in terms of when we say worth, I mean in in terms of brand value. Um, if I was to go to a brand and how we would um, value them to a brand and say it's going to cost you X amount of pounds for to have an integration on this YouTube, it's all about views. Um, it goes views and then it's likes um, on the video. Comments, the amount of comments is the amount wow. of people that are interacting. Yeah, the engagement, yeah. yeah. Um, but the, the the kind of subscribers is more the kind of vanity for, for, for show. It actually means very little in the kind of grand scheme of things. Right. Um, if you look at Skyder's Minecraft, he was probably the, one of the biggest YouTubers, um, certainly in the gaming. I think he had about 16 million subscribers at one point, but he didn't evolve his content away from Minecraft. So his audience grew up, grew out of Minecraft and no one else replaced him. So he ended up with 16 million subs, but he was getting like 20, 30 K views on a video. Yes, yeah. That's embarrassing. <laughs> that is yeah. honestly embarrassing so, um, when you see that. So, so yeah, so he shut the channel down um, because, because ultimately a, a brand, uh, they're going to judge um, the, the value of it on how many people are going to see whatever it is that they're, that they're promoting. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. And, yeah. and just before we go, I just want to touch, you, you mentioned at the start about like you get involved in YouTuber merchandise and that. Yeah. What, what, what's good merch to you? <laughs> I don't know where you're going with this. <laughs> Anything that'll sell. No, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Is that, is that the case? Um, do, do you know what? It, de- it depends on what the YouTuber, um, what their aspirations are. So if, if you talk about um, TGF Bro, then they have built this insane cult following for the childish brand and the the amount of effort that jay goes into making a childish hoodie uh, yeah. i don't think anyone would believe the the amount of time and oh no I, I've, I've said that that the, the black one with like childish across i yeah. think that's sick yeah to be fair i uh, think it's a great design the thing is um i think in the last few years like we've i've said some things about jay and he said some things about me but ultimately like i don't mind the guy at all <clears throat> i used to be friends with him but this isn't coming from a place of bias because I'm, I'm very outspoken when i think he does something wrong but i remember nights well, i had him on facebook years ago probably still yeah. have and we were actually good pals before either of our channels blew up and i would speak to him most nights and he would constantly i mean fucking constantly be working on shit like even yeah. back then, like when the, when the audience was a lot smaller, he would he would be uploading like photos. I'd be asking him how he does these edits, how he does these effects, and he's he's putting so much shit in. Like it, from, from an outsider's point of view, he is so driven. And yeah. when I see the childish brand, I it's not for me. I wouldn't wear I wouldn't wear it, but I can tell how much he fucking loves that and how yeah, yeah. fucking passionate he is for it. Yeah, and that's the complete opposite to when i see somebody like ollie white yeah. selling a 
blue hoodie, fruit of the loom, that says yeah. Ollie in a circle. Like, I feel like the difference there being... And I want to stress it's not from a place of, oh, I quite like Jay, but I don't like Ollie yeah. at all. Like, it's a place of this lad, Jay, I can tell, I can tell has sat there and like picked every point in that, how he's going to release it, who the people are going to be buying it. Whereas I feel when I was going on the whole spiel a few years ago about Ollie, that it was just, do you want to put your name on a jumper and sell it for 30 quid? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That, there, there is a disparity in the quality yeah, yeah. of those two things. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. I mean, it, it's. Jay's um, and Ramel's um, kind of can-do attitude, it, it literally amazes me. I mean, they, they have an event, which I, I can't discuss, mm. um, which is going to coincide with the launch of their, 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 their hoodie coming out at Christmas. Now, they, they come to me and said, obviously, I've, I've, I've done a few events in my time. Oh, can we do this? I was like, absolutely no chance. No way will you get... It, it just won't happen. Right. Um, and literally said, honestly, genuinely, you will never get a license to do this event. Just forget it. Move on to something else. And gave him another idea, and Jay was like, "Nope." And sure enough, he he went out, and he's the events happening, and everything I said couldn't happen has happened. So, wow! Um, and 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 that's just his relentless kind of energy to uh, the, the can do. So on the merch, um, certainly childish. Um, the the brand they've built deserves every success that it gets because so much effort goes into. Um, it's it's all custom cut and sew from China. The amount of samples, even going out to China and seeing the production facilities and. Um, it, everything like that, and I, th I, th I think with merchandise, it depends on who the YouTuber or who the creator is. Some of them use it genuinely because they 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 don't get um many brand deals. They might not be um always getting demonetized, for example, and that is their main revenue stream. Right. Um, some of them will have really crap CPMs, and and um so. Yeah, I think I think there is good and there is bad, and I'm really glad, by the way, that on your video I watched it, literally shitting myself for ten minutes, going, "Please no, not us, not us, not us." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad none of our none of none of our creator merch was 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 part of it. Although you did say, "Right, finally ready to do the video," the day after we um, sent the bathwater out, so I was like, "Oh, <laughs> so you thought that was going to be in it?" Our memeless as bathwater, and um, that's that's okay, I think, because it's kind of like he it, only sold a hundred. Did he sell a hundred? Uh, roughly, yeah, yeah. So, and it's a piss take. Like it's it's obvious it's taken the piss. It's, it is a, it is a piss take. It is a kind of like it there, is there was no piss in the bathwater. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I, I maybe I I need to get on it. Maybe I need but to... you're constantly demonetized, so you need money somehow. Well, I I did actually speak to you, didn't I, about some some yeah, YouTuber yeah. merch that I was debating doing. Um, so I, I still think you should. I think I I think I should as well. Uh, I think I should get on it. Uh, that's the thing, though. Like I, when did we we spoke months and months ago about yeah, this? About so, six months ago. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's the difference. It, I, I've never just hated YouTuber merch for the sake of hating YouTuber merch. I sound like a broken record. It's when it's lazy. There's no yeah. effort and there's no real reason apart from from a quick cash grab. Yeah. So if you do. See some merch from me in the future. Just know that me and Stuart have spoken about it a lot, and and we're going to come up. Well, I've, I actually think I mean talk about memeless, for example. He he sells tons of hoodies that say my wife left me and took the kids. Yeah. He just literally <laughs> drops that into a video, and and then um, I think you'd actually sell loads with 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 puns and, and kind of the, the comedy side. But that goes completely against what what yeah what you, yeah. What you said. Yeah. Like you've kind of, kind of fucked yourself. No, no, yeah. I haven't because I I think I get what you mean. Like I, that would be lucrative, but I just wouldn't have any passion for it. Whereas yeah. the two ideas that I've had that I've put yeah. to Stew, I think are sick ideas for yeah, merch. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I know I know that that one of them definitely has never been done before. No, so I think I, I I think yeah, that one, if we're talking about the same one, I think that would do really, really well. Yeah. Um 
Uh, yeah, mm. so, <laughs> I, I'm scared. I don't know. Yeah. Just waiting for the side to bring it no, out instead. <laughs> there, there would be no denying that you'd put the effort in as well in that yeah. particular one because there's literally so many elements to it. You would have to make so much. Yeah, so much. You're doing yeah, a but, calendar. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. But that's a fucking brilliant idea. Sign him up. Um, no, yeah. Uh, there's obviously legalities around what I want to do as well because uh, it does involve other yeah, yeah, other other mean. names, um, which I'm not too sure if I can tell. Yeah. Um, Stuart, it's yep. been an absolute pleasure. It's been great. Yeah, it's been good fun. Anything you want to plug or promote or? Um, we haven't really got much going on at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you know what, For the first time, it's a it's the first year where we don't have any events um, going in, and that was kind of a conscious effort to focus back more on the agency. Um, I think we're going to do some events next year and 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 do some different stuff and maybe. Challenger Games UK, <laughs> yeah. um, Challenger League, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's um yeah, it's good to come on and kind of talk YouTube and kind of open up a bit about what it's what it's like in the industry. I I think um we've always at, at upload always put the creators first and always been on the side of the creators as opposed to being on the um the the, the more brand side. If you, if, if yeah. you know what I mean, yeah politically correct uh, no I think you've yeah. given a nice a nice perspective yeah. that, that, that we don't Most that we don't always always think of parting question yeah. what's your prediction for KSI Logan 2 my heart says JJ my head says someone is going to get knocked out within three rounds Wow! It will not go past three rounds. There, there, there is. Um, the thing is, ten ounce gloves, no head guards. Um, if they did, had ten ounce gloves, no head guards last time, they would have each knocked each other out about five times. Someone is getting yeah. knocked out, so it's going to be a good fight, but it's not going to be a long fight. Wow! Nice. There you go. So, like, um, lovely. Oh, oh spicy! <laughs> Absolute pleasure, Stevie. Thank you very much. That's more than okay. Yeah, Doody. Thank you. Pleasure, mate. And Stuart, Stuart Jones Seven on Twitter. If you want to go and follow him. Um, I'll, I'll have to tone down my language for the next couple of weeks <laughs> so they're used to it they listen to this yeah. show this has been Jack Makes Happy Hour we'll see you in a few days this was a Stakhanov production